your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Stars podcast. I'm your host, Kenneth Nash, joining you on this Friday to talk a little bit of Dallas Stars hockey. And unfortunately, it is another loss recap. Stars fall 3-2 to two to the Detroit Red Wings. Going to dive into that today. Today's episode brought to you by rockauto.com. Go to rockauto.com. Shop for all the parts for your car or truck, all the parts you could need. And while you're there, right locked on in their How to Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Uh, we're going to talk about the Stars' loss to Detroit on uh, on Thursday, but before we do, I want to get into. We're going to have a little bit of a uh, little bit of a, a learning a learning lesson, I guess. We'll go with that. I want to read y'all the definition of déjà vu. This is Merriam-Webster.com. Déjà vu: the illusion of remembering scenes and events when experienced for the first time, or and this is the definition that makes the most sense and is most appropriate: something overly or unpleasantly familiar. And in a sentence, the team's poor start to the season was deja vu for its long-suffering fans. Now, we're no longer in the start of the NHL season, but uh, we are suffering through a, a bit of deja vu. It feels like we've been watching the same Dallas Stars game just over and over and over and over again. Different score lines, different goal scores, you know, different little details here and there. But in the end, largely the same game. Night in, night out. It's what it feels like. The Stars lose to the Detroit Red Wings 3-2. to two. And uh, if you've watched any games this season and you know that I'm talking about Deja Vu now, you know exactly how this went. Stars start off, uh, start off well. Can't get ahead, though. Can't get a jump. They lull in the second period, bounce back hard in the third, but they've already got a deficit. Can't overcome the deficit late, despite a lot of energy and a lot of chances. And they lose to a team they should have beat and lose a game they probably should have won. Stars lose to the Detroit Red Wings 3-2. Robbie Fabry got the scoring going 14 minutes into the first period. And the st- it was one-way traffic in the first period. The Stars absolutely dominated this Detroit team for the majority of the game. Um, but a little bit of uh, a little bit of lack of focus. Robbie Fabry gets his seventh of the year. 14 minutes into the first period makes it one nothing. Then Robbie Fabry again six and a half minutes into the second period makes it a two nothing Detroit lead uh, on a goal that was really probably a soft one to give up if you're Jake Cottinger. And then uh, third period, Robbie Fabry finishes off the hat trick nine minutes into the third, three nothing Detroit. And uh, and you know exactly what happened. Exactly, you didn't even have to watch the game. Stars turned it on. I mean, just poured it on Detroit after that point. Second half of the third period, it was. I mean, Detroit hardly even attempted to get down to the stars in the ice because they were so pinned in. Rope Hintz made it uh made it a three to one game, scored nine and a half minutes in, twenty-five seconds after Robbie Fabries on a nice little redirect goal from uh Denis Gurianov. And then uh 18 minutes 40 seconds in, so a minute 20 to play. Jason Dickinson on the six on five stars pulled the goalie, made it a three-two game. Stars come up short though they lose three to two. And uh, I te- I tweeted out after the game. I said the stars lose three two to Detroit in a uh, an all too familiar fashion. Um, and and it's it's the same game. It's the same game we've seen a number of times from this team. They play well, but they 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 lull for for moments or or you know a few minutes here or there. They lull, lose focus. They get down a couple of goals, and then they can turn it on late. But it's too late, too often. Uh, too often, it's too late. And and you know, even if they get it to OT, they they just they burn themselves out. Today, they didn't even get it to OT. They don't get a point against the worst team in the division, the Detroit Red Wings. And this game was so incredibly one-sided. Um, it is. I mean, 
it's actually it, it's actually still even with the stars history of making these kind of mistakes this year it's still a little bit shocking that this game ended up the way it did stars outshoot detroit 40 to 21 they win the faceoff battle stars go over 3 on the power play against the league's uh, the 30th ranked power play in the NHL or a penalty kill in the NHL. Pardon me. Stars go over three against that. Stars go one for one in the penalty kill. Uh, they out hit. They were more physical to Detroit. They were faster to Detroit. They 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 were they were the better team for 45 of the 60 minutes, 50 of the 60 minutes. It was really these little tiny lulls in, in focus and concentration. And uh, and Robbie Fabry and the Detroit Red Wings made the Stars pay. Fabry had a fantastic game. Uh, three goals. The second one was really the only truly soft one that I think you go, you know, you look at Jake Ottinger and go, you got to be saving that. Um, you know, the other ones were good. I think he probably wishes he had him back, but, um, you know, in, on, on the whole, it was just, it was, it was lapses in judgment. I mean, the second goal, even it was, it was, uh, it was a goal. Jake Ottinger probably should save, but it came on Robbie Fabry was skating in by himself and he had all the time in the world to set up his shot, you know, give a little bit of a leg fake there and, and then pull the trigger and put it up over the top of uh, Jake Ottinger's shoulders. So, I mean, it was, even then, it was a it was a breakdown that created the opportunity in the first place, and it's it's an all too familiar feeling for the Dallas Stars and the Dallas Stars fans because this team has been better uh, than than a lot of the teams they've played this year, and and really over this recent stretch, the games they're losing more often than not, they're outplaying the team that they that they're losing to. I mean, this game against Detroit. The Stars should win this game 11 times out of 10. They absolutely, you're doubling up their shot total. Um, and, and, you know, everything's one way. All the momentum was one way. And it's just, it's it's individual mistakes and uh, and little small breakdowns um, that, that cost the team. Uh, Jonathan Bernier got the start in goal for Detroit. He played very, very well. You do have to give him credit. Stop 22 of 22. Uh, he was absolutely superb. He, he committed some absolute robbery uh, against the Stars. And then he left the game in the second period, late in the second period, after an injury, a collision in front of the net, including a, a Dallas Star and a couple of uh, Red Wings players. Uh, and Bernier had to leave the game. Thomas Grice came in, looked superb, stopped the first. He saw nine shots uh, in the first nine minutes of the of the third period. Stopped them all. Then he did give up a couple of goals um, late. He stopped 16 of 18 uh, on the game, but I mean that just shows you how dominant this team. The Stars had 22 shots on goal against Bernier in uh, in the first 38 and a half minutes of the game. Then Grice comes in and the Stars kick it up another notch. They took 18 shots on goal in 21 and a half minutes of play. They were averaging nearly a shot on goal a minute, and uh, and they still come up short because they dig themselves a three goal uh, deficit. And that's just no matter how good you are, no matter how bad your opposition is. That's just three goals in, in 10 minutes is is nearly impossible to pull off. We've seen the Stars do it a couple of times, but you can't keep doing it night in, night out. And, and that's a, this is a big letdown because the Stars absolutely had to win these games. They, they have two games against the worst team in the division, and they take on the second worst team in the division on Sunday. That's a three-game stretch where Dallas could really start to climb their way back into the uh, – Back into the the playoff conversation, and now here they are. After the loss, they've fallen, you know, back in in, in they've fallen back down to seventh place. They're behind Nashville, and and they weren't able to make up any ground on Chicago, who also lost. Chicago, Chicago's playing Tampa Bay right now. They've got they play Tampa Bay Thursday, they play Tampa Bay Saturday, and then they play Florida twice. This is the time for the Stars to make up that. I mean, it is not inconceivable. But the Stars could have gone three zero and zero and picked up six points, and Chicago could have lost three, and the Stars would be sitting. Two points back of Chicago with five games in. That is not inconceivable, and that's what Dallas needed to happen. They dropped the game, and now you know they're back in the same spot they were before despite Chicago losing against Tampa Bay. Let's step aside real quick. We come back. We're going to keep talking about this game, and it's just 
you know, I, I feel like every podcast is just the same now because it's it's literally the same story uh, night in, night out. The stars just have to – they dig themselves a hole and they don't have enough time to get out of it. We're going to keep talking about this one though. Maybe what we could see some uh, – maybe see some trends, maybe something that could change down the road. We'll talk about that right around the corner. Before we do uh, do step away though, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football may be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are all in full swing. Bet Online covers awards, TV shows, and – and reality TV. They've got real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. They've got you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit when you use promo code Locked On. It's promo code Locked On gets you a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Also, want to talk to you all about Built Bar. It is the best tasting protein bar out there. We've told you this for forever. We re- it's like a daily thing. We tell you how good it is because they literally are that unbelievable. But now it's time for us to determine which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar Madness. Which of these amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber bars is number one? You can go to builtbar.com or at bar underscore built. See the matchup. It's on Twitter. See the matchups. Vote for your favorite built bars and see which built bar reigns supreme. Remember to use promo code LOCKED15 at builtbar.com to get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at builtbar.com. Check back to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. Back here at the Locked On Stars podcast, we're diving into the Stars loss against the Detroit Red Wings. On uh, on uh, Thursday night, Stars take a uh, a brutal brutal loss, and uh, not because of the not because of the fashion in which they lost. That's partially why, but because of the situation they're in. Dallas had a chance to make some ground on a Chicago team that lost four to two to Tampa Bay last night as well. Dallas trying to climb their way back into the standings. They were eight points back of Chicago with uh, five games in hand, and they uh, they currently sit in the exact same spot. Eight points back of Chicago, five games in hand. They could have trimmed it to six, um, and and that's that's just you know these are the opportunities, missed opportunities, right? Because the Stars, yes, they stayed the same. They didn't lose any ground. But you look at who Chicago is playing right now. Two games against Tampa Bay. They lost lost last night. They play again Thursday, uh, Saturday. Pardon me. Two games against Tampa Bay. Then they've got a uh, two games against the Florida Panthers. So Chicago's in this little four game stretch where they're playing two of the best teams in the NHL. This is the chance for Dallas to really kind of make a run because then Chicago takes on Nashville and then they play uh, they play Nashville then they play Carolina then they play Nashville again and it's the Stars in, in in Chicago. But this is kind of this run where Dallas before they hit their tough stretch, which is two games against Tampa Bay, two games against Florida, before they hit that tough stretch, Dallas could really have trimmed this gap, and they've got to now. They've got a back-to-back Saturday and Sunday, and, and you better believe the Stars have to win both of those games, right? Especially, you know, regardless of what happens to Chicago, if they lose, fantastic. The Stars are four games back with five games in hand, and, and you know, they've at least trimmed the gap a little bit, so when they go play the the, the top teams in the division in, in Tampa Bay and uh, Florida, you know, even if those don't those results don't go their way, you know, all four of them don't go their way, you know, they, they're not any further back than they are right now. The problem is you lose these games, you lose one or two of these games, and, and now you failed to make up ground on, on Chicago. So now when you switch and you're t- playing Tampa Bay and Florida, yet you're falling further and further behind, and that's not something the Stars can afford to do uh, at this juncture. I mean, you know, I look at the game and I, you know, watched the game and I went back and watched a uh, decent, you know, parts of it again. Uh, and there's, it's, it's not even an energy issue. You know, you, you watch some games and you go, you know, they just, they don't have it. They don't have the energy. They don't have the drive today. 
but but it wasn't even you know watching it wasn't even that right they put 40 shots on goal i thought i mean it was when i say one way traffic it was it was i mean there was Detroit was getting almost nothing, uh, no opportunities, and 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 yet the stars, you know, it's lapses in focus, and and that's what's even harder to nail down. The energy thing would be at least a little understandable because they play such a condensed schedule right now. It's such a grind, and and when you're playing from behind, there are no nights that you can kind of you know shift into neutral or anything like that. They have to be going 100 miles an hour. So the energy thing would be at least a little understandable. But it's not an energy thing. And especially since Alexander Radulov came back, the energy's been really, I thought, fairly good. It's a focus thing and an inability to put away chances on your own end. Now, they've met some really, really good goaltending, but I don't think it's a coincidence that you're seeing some of these goaltenders put up, you know, fantastic, some in some cases, career nights against Dallas. I don't think that's a coincidence. I, I think it's a, I think there's a trend there. And we've seen goalies, I mean, you know, has had a pretty solid year, um, but it's not a great Detroit team. Detroit turned the puck over like crazy. I mean, they could hardly get out of their own zone. You know, so, so it wasn't like the Stars had, you know, were having to work on, work hard to just generate chances. The Stars were getting chances left and right. It was just the, the, they struggle with the finishing, and then, and then when they don't get those goals to go, there's the little lapses in focus and judgment, you know, come back to bite them because when, when Detroit makes them pay, the Stars don't have that buffer. The Stars could have easily been up 2 3 nothing before Detroit scored, and, and if that happened, you know, okay, you, you lapse in judgment, refocus, still got the lead. But when it's consistently putting the Stars in a deficit like it's been doing, you know, it's it's just it's it's demoralizing and in, in, in playing from behind. You you, you want to talk about the, the the energy levels? You know, if they could potentially come an issue, you know, it's one thing to play a congested schedule. It's another thing to play a congested schedule and play from behind night in night out. And that's what the Stars have been doing. They they're having to chase games more often than not, um, or they're having to fend off you know late comebacks by their teams because they get a little a one goal lead, give it away, and then they find themselves going into OT and and uh, and shootouts and everything like that. And it's just you know, that that adds up and that wears on you and that's a mental kind of strain that the stars are adding to their season that they don't need to be doing especially when i think they're uh, i think they're better than uh i think they're better than uh than, than their record indicates i think they're better than their their play on the ice indicates you know for them to consistently be going into ot uh and consistently be you know third period playing meaningful high intensity hockey in the final 5 minutes of games chasing or, or trying to wield off a, a comeback is uh, is not good. The Stars need to put some distance. You know, they need, when you're playing Detroit, more often than not, you need to be a couple of goals up heading into the final few minutes, and, you know, you can just play your game, cycle through your changes, dump the puck, get, the, get off the ice, and roll those changes over and over again. That's what the Stars need. That's how you maintain, you know, energy. That's how you maintain your legs. The Stars, that's where the, I'm, I'm starting to get a little concerned that the Stars are going to hit a point where this, all of this extra intense hockey is just going to wear on them, especially because every every game just means more. It's, it's a division. Every game's a division game. So every game means a ton. And for the Stars to be in all these close games and chasing games as often as they are, uh, it's going to start to it's going to start to build and it's going to start to wear on this Stars team. Let's step aside. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about Saturday's game. The Stars take uh, Detroit on again on Saturday night. We'll preview that a little bit before we wrap up this Friday episode. Before we step aside. I want to talk to you about rockauto.com. There's an ever-increasing number of vehicle makes and models out there. And with all of those vehicle makes and models, it's impossible for a traditional chain storefront to store all the parts you need and give you variety and choice of brands and specs and prices 
You don't need to go through that. You can go to rockauto.com. You have access to it at home or in your pocket. It's a family-owned business. They've served auto parts customers online for 20 years. You can go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They've got a unique catalog that's remarkably easy to navigate. You can see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specs, and prices you prefer. And those prices at rockauto.com, best of all, they are reliably low, always reliably low. The same whether you're a professional or a do-it-yourselfer. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. While you're there, write Locked On in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Back here at the Locked On Stars podcast, finishing up this Friday episode, talking a little bit about Saturday's game against Detroit. The Stars are going to try to get back into the win column against a not very good Detroit Red Wings team after dropping game one, three or two. Stars need to bounce back in a big way. And uh, the, they'll probably turn to Anton Hudobin and Net would be my uh, anticipation. I would anticipate it's going to be Anton Hudobin and Net to face uh, face Detroit. And the Stars are probably going to see Thomas Grice. Um, so your goalie matchup I would anticipate Saturday is going to be Hudobin, uh, Anton Hudobin versus is Thomas Grice. Jonathan Bernier was, uh, was uh, I believe, was essentially day-to-day kind of designation. Um, they were talking, uh, Detroit uh, coaching staff was talking about uh, Bernier beforehand and said that they thought it was unlikely that he would be available. They'll wait and see, but unlikely that he'll be available for Saturday. He looked, you know, he looked pretty bang up. I, it was a right leg injury and he wasn't putting any weight on it as he was coming off the ice. Um, I would be really surprised if he was back and available um, for tomorrow night. So you're probably going to see Thomas Grice, which Good news right off the bat. Thomas Grice for the Dallas, against the Dallas Stars, that's a win. Thomas Grice is 2-11-4 on the year. His second win came last night against Dallas because the game, uh, the game-winning goal was scored while he was in net. Robbie Fabry's third goal, 2-11-4, 346 goals allowed average, 883 save percentage. Markedly worse numbers than J- uh, Jonathan Bernier. Bernier is 8-6-0, 278 goals allowed average, 918 save percentage. So the Stars are getting the matchup they want. Thomas Grice gives up goals, giving up almost 3.5 a, a game. Um, that is good news for a Dallas team that has been inconsistent at best when it comes to uh, goal scoring and, and offensive production. I would anticipate you're going to see Anton Udobin. Uh, Jake Cottinger had started four games in a row coming in, uh, would be starting four games in a row coming into this one. Uh, he started his fourth game in a row was was Thursday night's game. I don't think he gets a fifth, especially with the back to back with travel included uh, against Nashville on Sunday night. The Stars go back to Dallas to take on Nashville in a back to back. I would anticipate you're going to see Ottinger against Nashville, which would tell me that you're probably going to see Anton Udobin against uh, against Detroit. You know, I don't I don't see them riding Ottinger for a fifth game in a row. Um, I think they're going to get Anton Udobin in there. Anthony Dobin's been shaky uh, this year. That's really the only way to put it. 5 8 and 1, 265 goals allowed average, 9 uh, 907 uh, save percentage. He's got a couple of shutouts, he's, but he's been inconsistent this year. He's not been the Anthony Dobin we know he can be, and that's why Jake Ottinger started four in a row. He's been the hot hand. He's been the one that has put Dallas in the best situations to win. Last night was just Jake Ottinger's second start of the year in which he did not come away with a point for his team. He's 4 2 and 6 on the year. 10 of his first 12, he, uh, he came away with a points. So it's rare that he gets beaten regulation. That's why he's been getting the starts uh, of late. But I think Anton Udobin probably gets his number called uh, on Saturday night. Uh, the stars, you know, the keys to, the, to Saturday's game, get pucks on neck like you do. Thomas Grice is, is not as good as Jonathan Bernier. 
you're not going to quite, you know, you, you toss 40 shots in total against Thomas Grice, you're going to come away with some goals. The other thing the Stars got to do is they, when they get on the power play, they have to take advantage of it. The Stars have a middle-of-the-road power play uh, as it stands right now, but they're taking on one of the worst penalty kill units in the NHL. They have to take advantage of that. Detroit... Um, Detroit's killing off just under 72% of total penalties. They've got to be able to uh, to get some special teams goals going. The, the, the Detroit power play is also pretty inept. Stars kept them uh, 0 for 1 yesterday, but if they've, they've got to keep doing that. Um, Detroit power play just 12% uh, on the year, 12.1% compared to the Stars 23.6%. So the Stars are kind of middle of the road in special teams. Detroit is really, really bad. The Stars have to take advantage of that um, kind of uh, th- that superior aspect of their game. And then, like I said, with with Thomas Grice and that, Dallas has got to find a way to generate pucks uh, on net to generate offense and it just just throw things at Thomas Grice. Get him off balance. Get him uh, get him a little shaky early and and see if you can't uh, can't jump out to a lead in this one. You know all the all the numbers, all the you know, the trends. Everything should be in Dallas's favor. But as we know with this team, you know Dallas is uh, pretty inconsistent, and so it, you could go out and, and you wouldn't be shocked to see him jump on uh, Detroit and, and beat him bad, and you wouldn't be uh, surprised for uh, Dallas come out and lay an egg on uh, on Saturday. And that's that's the frustrating thing about this team. But a win would be a big deal, especially with Chicago taking on Tampa Bay again. Tampa Bay uh, that game's at three o'clock. The Stars at six, so the Stars would know ahead of time uh, what the result of the Chicago game is. And Chicago loses, Stars win. You trend that gap a little bit more down to six points. Um, so the Stars have an opportunity. The Stars have an opportunity because uh, Chicago doesn't take on Florida until Monday. Um, if the Stars win their next two games, Chicago loses Saturday. Stars could be within four points of Chicago with four games in hand before Chicago heads to Florida. That would be really, really big for the Stars team as they try to chase down a playoff spot. Uh, as we wrap up today's show, do want to remind you I will be on Locker Room, the Locker Room app, new uh, new space for you to come uh, come hang out and interact with me uh, after tomorrow's game, Saturday night. I'll be on Locker Room. Come in. It's a if you haven't checked out Locker Room, it's a uh, it's a pretty sweet, uh, pretty sweet deal. You can come in. It's like a, a live sports, uh, sports platform. I, it's an audio only live sports talk platform. You can come in. It's free to download. iOS users free to download and to use. Come into my room. Uh, I'll tweet that out. Uh, it'll be a locked on stars room, and uh, we, you can chat with me. I want to hear your thoughts on the stars, and uh, and we'll, we can have like a little bit of uh, impromptu live mailbag. Follow me at Kenneth underscore Nash nineteen. Same as my Twitter handle. Go follow me on Locker Room. Join me when the room goes live. It'll be tomorrow night at the conclusion of Stars and Red Wings. So probably about nine nine thirty something like that. Uh, we'll hop in there for a little while and uh, and chat a little bit of Dallas Stars hockey. So make sure to do that. Also make sure to follow me on Twitter at Kenneth underscore Nash 19. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast so we show up on your feet every single day. We back, uh, we'll be back on Saturday night as well with a podcast. We'll be in the locker room and uh, we'll be we'll have a podcast. Uh, so make sure to join um, for both of those. But that's going to do it. Enjoy your Friday evening and I'll talk to you soon. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.